Hey there, baddies. Welcome to Bad Witch Podcast, the podcast where we are going to get our witch shit together one spell at a time, if it's the last thing we do. <laughs> How are you all doing? I am uh, feeling pretty hyped today. I'm going to be totally honest. <laughs> told you before. Usually I record Bad Witch uh, like Saturday. Nope. That's not, no, that's not true. Usually I record it like Sunday, Monday, uh, Tuesday, if it's been a big topic week and I'm a little overwhelmed by it. Uh, like last week having to bring in, uh, talking about all the elements and being like a little crash course in that and correspondences and cardinal directions and all that stuff. So that was a Tuesday one. Cause I just had to get like hunkered down and figure out how to say everything I needed to say in one space. Um, but I'm actually recording this the day after the Elemental Salt episode came out because I'm just, I'm feeling it. I am having a rainy day. I feel like I spoke it into existence, right? You know, Rhiannon came to us in the Elemental Salt episode. We're dealing with water. And I was like, hey, we're going to dance in the rain. <laughs> and lo and behold, it is uh, storming outside. It ain't a little rain. It's not a little drizzle. A little trickle. It is full ass storming outside. We got thunder. We got lightning. We got uh, squalls. Is that what it's called? Squalls? <laughs> I think so. We have a tornado watch. We have a flood watch. So first and foremost, if you are experiencing inclement weather anywhere, have experienced it uh, leading up to this holiday weekend, I hope you are safe. I hope you are not, uh, I hope you haven't lost power. I hope that you're not caught out anywhere. I hope that no one you love or care about is caught out anywhere. I hope everyone has a safe, dry place to go to, uh, even though I did advocate dancing in the rain. And I still do advocate it. Don't don't dance in the lightning would be uh, my suggestion <laughs> right now. I don't want anything to ever happen to any of my witches or people you care about because, you know, I love you tremendously. But yeah, I think I manifested this right. I think I talked about water so much that uh, we got a full full storm a Bruin. Not not a Bruin, a, a Heron. Which I didn't say this in the salt episode because I was a little... Even though we're all witches. Even though we're all here for the same reason. And we all understand each other. And that's one of the best things about this community is not feeling like an outlier because... We experience magic and we believe in it and we know we know it's a reality, you know, it's not just something from from children's storybooks. But sometimes I still am like, is this too weird to share or or should I share it? <laughs> but hey, I literally was like, well, I have this thing where I get really nauseous and then I go into a past life or like an alternate alternate reality or like a dream state. What do you guys think? <laughs> so yeah, I can talk about this one thing. Um, this is also this is a witch kid story. Uh, also, please tell me your witch kid stories. I would love to know, like, when did you know you were a witch? Or when did you know witching was for you? I've talked about this before a lot where, like, I watched The Craft and I was like, wait a minute. Am I that? Am I one of, am I one of those? I, I think I am. (laughs) You know, it all kind of just rolled out from there. But, uh, yeah, if you have any good witch kid stories, hit me up. I would love to read them. I would love to know, like, what your aha witch moment was. And if you're comfortable, I'd love to share them with everybody else. I I share mine all the time, right? Because I'm the one jibber-jabbering away. Anyway, so uh, when I was a kid, I say kid very broadly as well. I may have been 12, 11, 12, 13, because I think we all started really getting into the craft in um, fifth grade. Is that too young to be watching that movie? 
who knows, the 90s are a different time. Uh, and I was, you know, very drawn to them doing the chant when they, they're sitting, um, I think it's like the first time they really try to do the circle together and they are doing the earth, air, fire, water, 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 you know, they each take a different element. And so I did that, <laughs> started doing that, like, you know, feeling like a connection to this, but also just being a kid and mimicking things that I see in media. Uh, and thank goodness I was, my thing I was mimicking was like, working with elements and not like, I don't know, uh, meaning to set my house on fire instead of accidentally almost doing it all the time. But anyway, um, I remember two specific incidences where I, incidences, incidents. Yes. Yes. Where I did the chanting on my own, no coven to speak of because I was like 11. That's not true. I started a coven in fifth grade and, um, actually got in trouble with, my teachers, not because we started a coven and said we were witches, but because we wouldn't let other people in the coven and we got in trouble for not including everyone. It was very like, everyone needs to get a Valentine's day card, right? Which they do, you know, kids shouldn't be left out, but you can't just be in my fifth grade coven. <laughs> Come on. Anyway. Uh, so I did the chanting by myself and the two distinct times I remember doing it, we got horrific storms like I mean not hurricane level not not tornado warning level but I remember one time I was in the house when it happened and the storm hit like crazy and the second time it happened I was at uh, Albertson's grocery store with my mom <laughs> our favorite mama witch head witch in charge and I was I used to always asked my mom to let me stay in the car because I'm lazy by nature. You know, water just likes to just kind of follow whatever course it's on. <laughs> and I just, you know, I'm from Louisiana. Uh, I was born in Louisiana and raised there. It was very hot, I'm sure. And so I was like, I just, can I just stay in the car with the uh, air conditioning on? My mom was like, fine, just get away from me, <laughs> which I deserved. <laughs> But she, um, so she went to the store, you know, my, my mom loves a grocery store situation. She'll just, she'll go to the grocery store every day if uh, no one's there to stop her. And I remember sitting in the car and I was like, this seems like a good time for some witch practice. I got the air conditioning glowing. Um, I'm feeling my witch teas. Let's do it. So I did the chant. And when I tell you <laughs> instantaneously, the sky opened up and it was raining so hard that the car was rocking back and forth. Like I actually got scared and I was like, Oh, I, I shouldn't have done this. And I ran into the store to find my mom. <laughs> you know, I was a kid. I was scared. And the car was truly, truly rocking back and forth. Um, and after that, now that I'm kind of thinking about all this stuff together, I, I have not done it since that day because it scared me so much. And I, I mean, it, it scared me literally to be in a storm that bad and to feel like the car was going to tip over at any moment. Like I'm in this, the Flintstones and they just put a steak or animal ribs on my car, whatever that is. But it also was a moment where I was like scared of my own ability and power or what I was, or my own manifestation, I guess rather. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of instances where I cut it off. I've talked about before, like I was really active as a kid and got really active again. <clears throat> well, allergies are popping up early, got really, really active again. Um, when I hit 30, but there was a bunch of years in there where it was, it was showing up a little bit and I was dabbling a tiny bit, but I wasn't embracing it. I wasn't open. So, um, yeah. And a lot of those things were like, I would have something happen that I just wasn't quite ready for. 
<laughs> it's like when you start drinking, you know, and you're like, I'm, I can handle this. I'm fine. And then you drink like a little too much and you're like, oh, I'm never doing that again. I was not ready. I cannot handle this the way I thought it was. I'm not mature enough for this. Yeah. Um, I just, I feel like uh, it scared the life out of me. So I haven't done it since then. And so the first time I really been like earth, air, fire, water, earth, air, fire, water, 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 salt, salt, salt was on Tuesday when I was recording and we're having like the craziest storm. We're having like hail. What the hail, you know? So yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm not, listen, also let me say this. I'm not saying I'm like storm from X-Men, which is the best X-Men. Let's, let's just say between friends, she's the best X-Men right? Of course she is. She controls the weather. Best. Okay. I also really love Beast, but like this is, we don't have time for this. <laughs> this is not an X-Men podcast, but you know, Storm's the best. And it's always, as a black woman, it always meant a lot to me. Well, I mean, I always haven't been a black woman, but as a black girl, a black teenager, a black preteen, um, it always meant a lot to me to see any kind of representation. You always hear representation matters, right? So Storm was my shit and continues to be to this day. Um, and I, that's the same thing I talk about with the craft. It meant so much to me to see a black witch. Cause I, that's, I think that's why I was able to really connect in with it because I was like, Oh, that's me. That I'm right there. So I'm one of these, like I didn't feel alienated from it, you know? So basically this is, um, the craft fat fan cast. Hi, we're going to talk about every week. <laughs> I actually am going to do a bonus episode where I talk about the craft. I'm going to do it for Patreon. Because, you know, if any movie deserves a deep dive, it's that one. And I love watching it over and over. And I love talking to people about it and forcing them to watch it as well. So anyway, that's a side note. Yeah, but I've been, I've been having that in my mind. That I think we need to do that. Anyway, so I'm not saying that I'm like Storm and I control all weather in one area, of course. Like, that's a little, that's a little maniacal. And um, it's a little egotistical of me to believe that. But all I'm saying is I do feel, again, we always talk about that natural connection that we have as witches to the natural world. It heightened that for me. It made me very aware of it. And also, like I said, it scared me out of it. So I'm not saying it's storming and all this stuff right now because I said earth, air, fire, water a bunch of times and like re-invoked that power um, or manifested it necessarily. But I'm just saying it's making me, if, it, if nothing else, it's making me very aware of that connection again and being like, Oh yeah, that kind of triggers this like childhood memory I have. And this thing happened twice. And growing up in Louisiana, we have summer showers all the time. Like it could have totally just been a coincidence, but I don't know. Maybe I am storm. Who knows? <laughs> maybe I need to do like a, what's it called? A, um, do like a baseline test or something where on a, a day that's predicted to have really good weather and just, and just hit up my chanting again and see what happens. <laughs> But yeah, that's my, my childhood story. Anyway, all that to say, it is raining. It is so dreary. I love this weather. It makes me so happy as a witch to have this weather. Um, I'm definitely gonna be doing some magic, some spell casting and all that stuff tonight. And, um, but the reason I, I was feeling especially inspired to jump on this next episode in our series is because I wanted to talk about air next, or as I like to refer to it, smoke. And the wind is on it. It is whipping. It is shaking the house, the windows, you know, don't shake unless you want to get shook. And I'm getting shook over here by this wind. And it just really is reinforcing to me how powerful of an element it is. 
and how just like when we talked about salt last week, we talked about water last week, that at once it can be this very gentle force and at once it can be this insanely powerful and at times brutal force. So it's, it's, it's right here. It's right in front of me. So we got to talk about it today. Now, just my luck, uh, when I'm recording like super, super early, something's going to happen. Like, I don't know. They're going to prove that witchcraft is real. And the first real witch will be revealed like on true plot with the vampires where they all like decided to show themselves. And I'll be like, well, shit, I recorded really early. I have to talk about it later. <laughs> but, you know, no time like the present. I'm really hyped about this series. I'm really excited to talk about wind and air. I mean, air is the classical name. So that's what we'll say for right now to talk about smoke the way I call it. So uh, let's dive into it. Oh, wait. We have to do Patreon first. What am I talking about? Okay, so <laughs> as always, I'm so thankful for all of you. I am so enamored with all of you. You make my life and my week and my world. You're you're all the most important elements to me, truly. But just an extra special thank you to our patrons this week, this month. I still am not 100% sure how Patreon works. But Stephanie, Sola, Sasha, Maya, Lindsay, Heidi, Aaron, Elizabeth, Courtney, Aurora, and our newest patron, Amanda. Thank you. You are the wind truly beneath my wings. And speaking of winds, since we're going to be diving into it. Um, yeah, it's it's all coming together, isn't it? Thank you so much. Um, I, I truly can't say thank you enough. Thank you for your emails. Thank you for joining the Facebook group, thank you for your reviews and, and liking and subscribing and downloading and telling people about this podcast. Uh, I know I say this all the time, but uh, this has totally gone beyond my expectations. Oh, also, I did want to say an extra special thank you for this part as well. Um, every week I set a goal, just like a small goal of like how many uh, downloads or how many listens that I hope to break each week. And it surpasses it every week. And that is a hundred percent because of you all. I, it's you, it's you, you're the coven. I'm just the one who talks the most, <laughs> but it's you. So I did want to like make a special note to say thank you for that because, um, watching like little incre incremental goals be set and then be surpassed is really awesome. Like for lack of a better word, it's, it's just really, really cool to see that happen. And also I'm a very goal-based person. So when I like, I love to make a list and I love to scratch things out, you know? So when I see this goal being surpassed every week, it's like, I'm so thankful for that. And it honestly is, it makes me feel truly delighted. So thank you to the patrons. Thank you to all you listeners. Um, this would be nothing without you. Truly. So I'm so happy you're here and I'm so happy to get your emails. And let me just say this also when you email me, um, it's okay if you have just joined, you don't have to, you know, be a completist. I'm the kind of person where I'm going to listen to every single, um, podcast in a, if I like get, find a podcast I really like, which speaking of, uh, I know I talk about pop culture on here a lot. <laughs> I, I don't think I have in a couple of weeks, but uh, that's not true. I think I did talk about Khloe Kardashian <laughs> not that long ago. But um, I, one of my very, very best friends in the world, the, the true uh, love of my life is named Brett. And he showed me this podcast two years ago. And I don't know why it took me so long to like get into it. But anyway, if you're really into pop culture, it's called Come Through Queen. And the guys that host it are hilarious. They do a really good breakdown of every kind of pop culture show that's on right now that you 
would be into if you're like a Bravo head or if you're a drag race head. And I also really appreciate that they take a t- take time to talk about like Real Housewives of Potomac and Real Housewives of Atlanta in depth because again, those are two shows that represent a more diverse cast, right? And we're not always included in stuff. And it means a lot to me that when I listen to other pop culture podcasts, sometimes they'll go like really in depth on Beverly Hills, which has been boring for um, like six years now. <laughs> and really in depth on New York, which is, you know, the champ, the people's champ. I love that show. But when they get to Atlanta and Potomac, they either totally skip over it or they give it like two minutes. And I'm like, well, you know, these shows are actually super the best in the Housewives franchise. So why are we acting like this? I mean, we know why. But anyway, <laughs> so Come Through Queen is a really good podcast. I just wanted to um, recommend it because I've been enjoying it so much. I'm a podcast queen. Um, you know, I said last week, I don't really... I'm not really a fan of Beyonce's music and like homecoming has come out. I've been watching it and I'm like, this is dope. Like I, again, have so much respect for her as a person and for like the causes she champions and like for the culture that she brings to the forefront. But I just am not, this is really weird. I think I have said this on the podcast before, but I just am not the biggest fan of music. I don't know why. I just, I don't really like listening to music. I feel like a freaky weirdo saying this, but yeah, I just, I'm not, I'll listen to like Florence and the Machine and Fleetwood Mac and Amy Winehouse and Fiona Apple. And like, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm in like another time zone. Um, so my thing is really, really podcast. So I am a completist. I'm saying all this to say that I'm a completist. And so if I find a podcast, I like, I, if you have 300 episodes, I will listen to all 300 episodes, but it's okay that other people aren't like that. You certainly don't have to be. So if you write to me, don't feel like you need to be apologetic of like, oh, I've only listened to this episode or I'm not caught up yet. It's fine. The podcast, as long as there's an iTunes and a Spotify, the podcast will be there forever and ever in perpetuity. So don't stress about it. You listen at your pace. You witch at your pace. We're bad witches. You don't have to be perfect. You should know that by now, right? And you deserve good nonetheless. So do what you got to do. But yeah, don't feel like stressed if you haven't caught up on everything. Don't feel stressed if you're only picking up the topics you're really interested in. I I will never judge you for that. Also, uh, listen to Come Through Queen if you really love pop culture and Bravo shows because they're really, really good. I love their podcast. It's so entertaining. And um, if you're like me and you're a weirdo and you don't listen to music that much, <laughs> which, I mean, it's not, not a weirdo, but... Um, I, I do feel like when I tell people that they're like, huh, which fair. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, so yeah, if you're a very pro podcast person, then it's, it's a really good podcast anyway. So <laughs> moving on, y'all can tell I have a lot of energy today. This rain has, has truly got me on another level. Um, did you do your homework? Have you done your homework? Did you walk by a babbling brook? Did you stand on a beachfront? Did you, um, you know, listen to ice cubes in a glass if that's all the access you had this week and that's all you really had time for? Did you do it? What did you listen to and what did it tell you? For me, it's me listening to this rain right now. And really the message that I'm I'm getting more than anything is record the second series, (laughs) record the second episode of the series. Do it now, now, now. You have so much to talk about. You have good momentum. Do it, do it, do it. That is what this rain is giving me. It's, um giving me a lot of, of a lot of feedback about keep going, keep going. Like the way that the rain is falling, that it's been something that has been here all day long and it's not really letting up. I'm getting that same kind of message. Don't let up, keep going. You're killing it. 
and you know, not just in the podcast sense, but like all these other things I'm working on, I work around the clock because, um, when you're a creative, does that sound weird? When you're a creative, when you're a freelance, when you work for yourself and it's kind of in a creative industry, you do have to (laughs) work a lot. You don't work normal hours, but it's totally worth it. Um, until it's tax time, but tax time has been brutal for most of us because, well, you, you know why? Anyway, (laughs) that's what the message the rain is giving me right now. So I'm giving you like a real time. This is me doing my homework. This is me listening to it. And these are the messages I'm receiving. So even though I am recording this super duper early, I, uh, expect you and hope to hopefully in some way be able to interact with water this week. So when this comes out a week from now, you can tell me about your experiences too in the Facebook group. Um, I will put the link in the episode notes as always, or the bad witch podcast at gmail.com. Call me, beat me. If you want to reach me, if you don't, you just want to listen. That's cool too. You don't have to be like, uh, what's that thing called where you can just like first time. What am I saying? <laughs> Basically it's okay. If you're like a lurker on the podcast and don't necessarily want to interact because you don't feel comfortable yet, or you're just, you know, maybe you're a little more shy or maybe you just like listening and turning it off and going on with your life. That's fine too. Listen, you, you, you can't, you can't disappoint me. I'm, I'm proud of all you witches out there and you know that, you know, I love you. Okay. So the wind is howling. Let's talk about air. This is actually, you know, I talk about cycles. I talk about circles. I say the word cycle or circle 75 times per episode, I think at this point. And, but you know, it's true. We're constantly seeing connections, um, or if you will, correspondences, because that's something we've talked about pretty heavily last week, actually. Sorry, excuse me. Allergies. We're not, we're not doing this right now. Okay. So I have been simultaneously recording the Gemini episode in my astrology series for the Patreon bonus episodes. And so I have arrived perfectly at air. I, it, you know, just, it's uncanny. Things just always kind of fall together and they all cycle together. That's how the universe works. And that's what we're working with as witches. So <clears throat> I've done Aries, I've done Taurus. And today I decided, well, I didn't decide I'm going in order. I'm going in the astrological calendar order. So I got to Gemini and just so happens the way I kind of planned out this series, I am hitting uh, air, the classical element of air at the exact same time. So much air around right now. I'm loving it. I should do this a little earlier in this episode because I did it way late in the other one. It's not the crystal of the week yet. I know that's what you're thinking, but not quite yet. Um, I want to explain why I call air smoke. You know, I have different names for the classical elements instead of earth, air, fire, water. Here I go again. Prepare for another storm. (laughs) I say salt, smoke, flame, and ash. Here's why I go with smoke. I... Number one, it's a thing of, look at me numbering things. I'm going to say number one and then not say number two. I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> so me. Um, firstly, secondly, firstly, it's because, firstly, first, okay, we're gonna go back to number one. It's because I like being able to tangibly see things. It's, it's very much a thing of, if I can see it, I know it exists. And not to say like, I don't have faith in things that you can't see that aren't tangible. Of course I do. You know, we're witchcraft, we're we're witchcraft, we're witches. Magic isn't something you can necessarily hold onto, but I do like expressions of magic that you can see that you, you have like a real, 
you can, it, you have a real world example of. So it's the same thing with water. Of course, I can see beads of water. You know, I can see the ocean. I can see water coming out of a faucet, but it's that salt. Like I said, that lingers on my skin. That really makes me feel connected to it. It's, it's what's left over after the water drives away, you know? So it may, it's just a more tangible expression to me. So same thing with smoke. I, why did I do two S words back to back? I'm totally going to mess them up. Uh, so same thing with smoke. Smoke is something that I can see. It's something that I find incredibly beautiful. I, number two, it's something that I find incredibly beautiful, uh, aesthetically. I love the way that smoke looks. Um, I also love aesthetically the way the word smoke sounds and the way that it feels when I'm speaking it. It's kind of hard to explain, but it just feels really good in my mouth using that word. I, it's, it's something that I can't explain, but, um, you know, going back to like the music thing for a second, I have auditory issues and it's really, I think that's part of the reason that I can't connect with a lot of music and I don't enjoy listening to it so much. Um, which is something that I do. I, I do wonder, I'm very curious if it is in any relation to my witchcraft, like evolving and, and becoming stronger, you know, since I, I turned 30 because I definitely remember being into music as a kid. This is a more recent thing. I mean, I loved a good Hanson moment. I, <laughs> I was bopping with the best of them. I, I, that's when I really discovered Fiona Apple. Like I was obsessed with title. Oh my gosh. I, oh my gosh. She was just the coolest. I mean, yeah, I was a very cool fifth grader with eclectic taste with a coven and Fiona Apple's debut album. <laughs> I knew, you know, the criminal video, I was like, oh, this is art. This is, this is the stuff I'm trying to do with my life. Um, but yeah, so I do wonder if my, the auditory issues that have really started kicking in for me, if it has any relation to the magic stuff and it has any relation to the witch stuff. Um, that's another thing I would love to hear your experience. If you've been having it's something I actually meant to post in the Facebook group. So I would love to hear if you have found that you've been having auditory issues as well as your magic has kind of been coming to the forefront or you've been um, hitting your witch stride real hard because I just can't take noise. I've, I've actually found that podcasts are kind of the only thing that I can listen to without issue. Um, outside noise, not like rain. I, I love the sound of rain, but outside noise, like uh, traffic and just clatter and construction and stuff. It used to bother me. And now it's like, I want to crawl out of my skin. I really can't watch TV as much as I be, used to be able to. Like if Again, Real Housewives of New York is like my favorite show. If it comes on, I will take, you know, the 45 minutes to watch that. I go through all the commercials because it's like sometimes the sound will be louder on them. And it really kind of is is jarring to me. Um, so I really can just watch like the people talking. I don't know if that makes sense. Like podcasts don't bother me at all. But I have had a few podcasts I've had to stop listening to because um, – one of the hosts or the host, if it's just a single person podcast, it's the same thing with YouTube. I've had to stop watching people's channels because they'll break into song. And I just have an auditory freak out. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what it is, but I just can't, I can't listen to it. It, it really bugs me. So is that just me or have you found the same thing? You know, hit me up on the email if you have, cause it's, I, I wish I could still really enjoy music, but it's kind of hard for me now. And I wish I could still, you know, listen to certain podcasts, but it's like the singing really, really gets under my skin. And it's, it's just this weird auditory thing I've come up with. Who knows? There was nothing in Tweet Teen Witch about this. So I just don't know what it is. My ultimate witch reference is I from the craft. I don't remember anyone having auditory issues. Um, 
Oh, wait. No, okay, I'm not. I We can't just talk about the craft this whole episode. <laughs> so back to smoke. So number three of why I prefer the word smoke, why it's just my, my go-to for air, is because smoke is incredibly valuable and incredibly important to witches. Like, it's a big, big part of our practice. Of course, I mean, not everyone works with candles, but a lot of us do. It's, it's a pretty primary tool in witchcraft. And the smoke that emanates from your candle means a lot. It tells you so much information. It tells you, you know, if your magic is weak, if it's strong, if the spell has any um, um, hindrances or, or not boundaries, what's that word? Obstacles in the way. It You can see so much by the color that it burns, by the strength at which it burns. It talks to us. It It is another way that the natural world connects in with us, you know, it's all we talk about. And also burning um, sage or palo santo or lavender or whatever, the smoke that emanates from that, it is what passes over us to cleanse us. It is what passes into our spaces to cleanse out the energy of our spaces and to bring in good. It's what cleans our cards. It what It's what cleans our crystals. It's the smoke aspect of it is so powerful and it's so tied to us as witches. That's another reason I'm like very, very intent on using that word. I just love smoke all around. It's just, it's just my favorite. Um, I did want to say, however, one of our witches, our fellow witches, sent me, um, I believe it was like an Instagram post about the usage of Palo Santo. And it's something that I had seen somewhere, somewhere on the internet. Who, know where, who knows where I was looking? But um, it was basically, I, so I've done like a little more research. Um, if you know any more about it, of course, let me know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I get me wrong a lot. Um, but what I was seeing was that there really, there's really a call for Palo Santo not being used anymore because the popularity of it has led to overforming of it, which has led to it now being either on an endangered list or being close to being endangered, which we absolutely don't want. Because here's the thing we're, we are borrowing Palo Santo, but it belongs to, others. It, we don't have ownership of it. We are with respect and with love and, you know, with pure intentions, hopefully we better be borrowing it, but where it is indigenous to, it has a whole different meaning. It has a whole different spiritual connection. It has a whole different, just everything vibration with the people and the place and the culture that it's actually indigenous to. So with the fact that witchcraft has become very trendy and not just that it's like people are discovering their own natural magic and discovering, um, you know, actual witchcraft in practice, but people are buying Palo Santo because they heard it's cool to use to smudge and that's all they do with it. Or they're buying crystals because crystals are trendy right now, or they're buying a shirt that says witch please or whatever, you know, it's that it's, it's not that people are practicing it. It's that it's cool and, and good and cool that it's cool because it makes it an e easier conversation for us to all have openly and publicly. And that's awesome. Which is have a long history of being persecuted and being killed and being swept aside and having to hide and do all this in the dark. So amazing that it's a trendy thing now because we can all not be in the shadows doing it, but we cannot sacrifice something that doesn't even belong to us because it's something that's become very trendy. So I have seen a lot of stores refuse to sell it. They're just like selling out of the stock that they have and they're not, um, they're not ordering anymore. The tree 
oh gosh, I believe it's called Bolsera Braviolona. I'm probably so saying that wrong, but it's indigenous to Peru, Ecuador, Argentina, Bolivia, Paraguay. And that's who it belongs to. Those trees are magical. It belongs to those regions and those people and their customs and their practices. It does not belong to us. So my recommendation is if you have Palo Santo, keep burning it. You know, no point in, in, in having it and not using it, especially because if we are contributing into the depletion of it, don't just get rid of it, you know, like, like use it all out. But let's look for some alternatives. I am personally going to look into burning lavender. Um, I am going to look into how to possibly work with frankincense and myrrh and all of that good stuff. And I will definitely be reporting back. But as of now, um, from what I've read, it's not worth it to lose it. Not just obviously for our community because it's not ours. It's not worth it for them to lose it because we decided that we were going to take it. That's that's so problematic. That's <laughs> so problematic. So we will not be using Palo Santo anymore. If, you know, if you, oh gosh, if you're going to buy it. Okay. Well, no, at this point, it's like, even if you're buying it from an ethical source, it's still contributing to the depletion of it. And that's not okay. So we're just going to find something else to use. Well, it, you know, it's okay. We can live without it. it. It's not worth it to take it away it's not worth it to be like selfish enough to be like, well, I really like it. So I'm going to still use it at the cost of it not being available, not just to anyone, but not to the people that it truly belongs to. And a, a way that is totally different from ours in a way that we can never truly have ownership of it. Unless you are, you know, a witch that listens to this podcast and you also are a person from this area. You are, you grew up with those beliefs, you grew up with that plant. Then of course you use it. <laughs> like I totally can't tell you what to do. But let's experiment. So if you have something that works for you, let us know. I'm going to try the lavender. I'm, I'm just going to play around with a lot of stuff and see what, what works. Um, personally, I've talked about this, but white sage and I just don't vibe. I don't know what it is. We, honestly, can I be, can I be honest? <laughs> can I, just between us, I feel like white sage can like stir stuff up. Again, speaking of air, you know, air can it, it can, it can swirl around us. It can transport us. It can pick us up and lift us and bring us to a new place. And I sometimes feel like that is the, I feel like that's what happens when I work with Sage. It's not clearing out so much as it's like swirling things up around me. And sometimes the things that can be swirled up, um, feel a little bit negative. Um, not bad, not evil, not heavy, not dark just a little bit of a downer, if that makes sense. So I'm going to, I'm going to personally stay away from the white sage for now because I want to try some other alternatives, but just, you know, as our PSA this week, use the Palo Santo you have, hopefully you were already buying it from an ethical source and not like, Oh, I mean, I don't want to drag any corporations, but you know, from a corporation and, um, but you know, let's, let's make a conscientious effort to look for something else because if all the stuff I'm reading is true and I, I think it's true, I, I don't know why people would just make up rumors about Palo Santo. Maybe, I don't know. Um, let's contribute to, to let's make sure that we're contributing to not contributing to that. Does that make sense? Let's just not, let's not continue to take something that isn't ours in the first place, basically. So I'm going to try out Lavender on Sunday. I will report back. I will let you know how it goes. I actually have a couple bundles of um, Sage 
white sage that someone sent me a little bit ago, but I've been just starting to use it. And um, it has lavender attached to it. So that means something, right? So I'm going to look into uh, kind of the properties of lavender when you're using it in a smudging capacity. And I will report back because we can't, we can't take all the Palo Santo. It's holy wood, but it's not our holy wood. It is holy to a whole other group of people. And that's that on that. Okay. Do we need to do a little refresher on the elements and cardinal directions? I think we got it. I mean, it is, I, it's like very, very fresh in my mind. So like I said, I'm recording this like the day after it came out, <laughs> but let, let's just do a quick, quick, quick little refresher. Because like I said before, people don't listen to every episode. You don't have to be a completist. So we have four classical elements, earth, air, fire, and water. And then a fifth one that is recognized in Wicca. It is recognized in other cultures and other religions as well. And that is spirit or as I like to call it heart, because once again, I love Captain Planet. It was a really good show. Taught us good lessons about the environment, the classical elements, and also about conservation. Like, thank goodness we had that show. Maybe that's why our generation is a little more sensitive to, like, global warming and stuff. Because, you know, Captain Planet was like, come on, Planeteers. <laughs> Whatever. They grew up with it. Why was he blue? Was he made of water? Was he made of all the elephants? Was it like a... We don't have time for this. <laughs> I should call this episode. We don't have time for this. We don't have time for all these tangents. So yes, we have, let's say five, we have four classical elements and then a fifth element being spirit. Um, each element has a direction that it faces. And when you put all of these together, it's, <laughs> it's going to make another Captain Planet reference. I'm stopping myself now. You put all these elements together and the cardinal directions that they interact with or that they belong to, and you create a sacred circle. And within the circle, it is a perfect place to practice your magic. But as bad witches, we are not perfect, as you know, as I know, as we all know. So you don't have to create a circle to practice your magic. You can do it anytime, anywhere. As long as that attention is pure, you're coming from an honest place, you do no harm onto others, you know, bless it be. Okay, so five elements, Four directions because we don't count spirit in to the cardinal directions thing. Oh, wait. Well, yeah, that's true. Because, <laughs> because spirit sits in the center. So that's not an atypical direction. But also, like we talked about before, spirit also encompasses the circle. It is within the circle. It is outside of the circle. It is the circle itself. You know, we talked about this. If you're hearing it for the first time. I hope I'm saying it in very coherent terms because when I explained it last week, I was like, does this make sense? Holy cow. I hope so. So yeah. Um, let's talk now. Okay. So all of the elements, you know, feed into each other. We talk about cycles. Air runs in a cycle. Water runs in a cycle. Fire has a cycle of life and earth, of course, life on earth, all that stuff, the way um, the leaves come to grow and it's green outside and then it dies and it's brown and it's icy outside and then it re there's the rebirth everything is cyclical so all of these four elements feed into each other and that's why the concept of the sacred circle is important because it represents that life cycle it re represents the cycles in which all things move and why circles and cycles are so important to witches what's the count now i've said it 25 times this episode we're gonna go for 75 as always all right so our baby air our baby smoke our gorgeous topic this week that can that is so essential to us. So we talked about in the salt and water, salt and water, salt water episode. Um, I'm, I'm using both terms again because I don't want anyone to be confused with these new terms since you probably haven't heard them before unless you know me personally. And also because, you know, you might just be joining in. 
So we talked about water in the capacity of like, it is so intrinsic to us. We are made of water. Water covers two thirds of our planet. You need water to sustain life. You have to drink water. Um, unlike me, who's just, I'm still dehydrated. Okay. Here's the thing. I've actually drank a lot of water today because I was feeling my water vibes with the rainstorm outside, but then I had to <laughs> record because the spirit moved me and I didn't want to have to keep jumping up to go to the bathroom. So I was like, okay, pause on the water drinking. Cause I'll listen. It's if you drink a lot of water, you know, you just, you can't get anything done for more than 20 minutes. Okay. So we talked about the essentialness of water and speaking of again, um, I donated to Flint after I recorded, just like I said, I was going to, I hope that you have done the same. It is unconscionable that people don't have clean drinking water in 2019 in America where we have the resources and we have the money and the thing that we don't have is compassion and care. And that's why this has continued to go on for so long. So, um, if, if you contributed to Flint, if you contributed to, uh, the churches in St. Landry parish that have had a, I'm going to use the word miraculous, um, amazing surge in donations, um, because so many people have brought it to the forefront since, uh, the burning of Notre Dame. If you donate to no, no, Notre Dame, Oh, why am I saying it like that? Come on. I speak French. If you contribute to Notre Dame to whatever, you know, your heart spoke to, I hope you did something. Even if you just lit a candle for them, if you just sent a good thought or prayer, but you know, money helps. It does. And, and not to say you have to, because I don't know your pocketbook. I don't know your wallet. It's very privileged to be able to donate money or even time or anything. Um, but you know, it was really just a call to do something good. And so I, I tried to do something good. I didn't want to talk about water all that time and, um, not, and not get it to people and not try to do something good with it. So anyway, <laughs> that's our other PSA for this week. Um, you know, whatever good we can do in the world, that's what we should strive to do. Yeah. So we talked about water in that capacity, capacity, capacity. It is uh, life giving. Same thing with air. It is life giving. We have to breathe. That is what keeps us going. Um, you know, it's so essential that when your body speeds up and you're working out or if you're me and you're climbing a, a set of stairs with more than like five stairs, you have to take in that breath even, um, even, what, not harder. Well, yeah, you're breathing hard, but even more with more intensity because that's what's sustaining you. You know, it is such an element, not just of the natural world around us, but it is an, a building block of our life. Like all of these elements, the way they're seen, like I said in the last episode, is that these four elements come together, earth, air, fire, and water. Gosh, I'm saying it so much. We're definitely going to have a full ass storm like all week. <laughs> if, if it turns out I am storm, you know, um, it, we do consider them classically and as which is the building blocks of the entire universe. But, you know, flame fire doesn't keep me. It's not something that I'm like taking into my body or my body is made of. It can heat food for me. The Just like the earth can provide food for me. It can keep me warm. It can keep me safe. It can keep me from freezing, you know, all that stuff. But with water and air, it's like two things that we tangibly have to bring into us in order to survive. It's, it's, they're so essential, you know? So I think it's kind of good to do them back to back as well because they, they keep us going just like you keep me going. Air also keeps us going. And it's the same thing of it. It's so powerful. It, it can eradicate life just like it can contribute to life. It can clean out a landscape with a hurricane or with a tornado. It is, 
it's so powerful. And, you know, as always, we hope that that power is being harnessed in a good way and that no one is, is dealing with anything that is on that deadlier side of this element. But it's just to acknowledge how much it can do for us and how it can contribute to our magic. You know, when you work with earth and I mean, earth, when you work with air and you set into that direction, it, it brings so much power and magic with it. Okay. I just remembered when I said direction, I have to actually tell you what direction it's in. <laughs> I know I told you last week, but we have to keep talking about it. So here is the breakdown. Uh, just the needs, needs, needs to know the need to know. Did I just make that up? Probably. Here are the things you need to know about the element of air, or as we like to call it, smoke. So its color is yellow. You know how I feel about yellow. Le <laughs> you know how I feel about yellow. It is. It has truly become one of my favorite colors. Um, I've been adding it to my wardrobe so much, especially as we're going into spring. You know, when we get into Gemini, which is going to be our first air sign of the year. I'm going to be popping that yellow like it's hot. Like I love that color so much. And you know, I, I do think it's kind of a good idea when you enter, um, each astrological sign cycle to, or each season, as we like to call it, to embrace the color of that season and add to your wardrobe a little more, you know, it's just a good way to connect and a good way to feel the power and the vibration of that particular sun sign. So the color is yellow and it sits in opposition to water. So water is to our West. That's the cardinal direction for it. Air is to the East, which again, makes sense. Like they, they do kind of reflect each other and go together, even though they do represent two distinctly different things. And, you know, when you look at, when we go into the flame episode, which will be next, next, next week from when I'm recording this, but next week from when you hear this, um, we're going to talk about how flame fire is also contrasted with water. It's just really interesting how these relationships between the elements work. So yeah, the color is yellow and the direction is east. So water to the west, air to the east, salt to the west, smoke to the east. It is associated with spring. Um, water is typically associated with autumn. I can't remember if I said that or not. And the color, um, the other color that associated with it is white. So sounds a little smoky, doesn't it? <laughs> that is going to bring us to our crystal of the week. It was a toss up this week because I was, I was thinking, okay, so there's two I wanted to pick from. One was smoky quartz, which hello, of course. And the other the one that we're actually going to have as our crystal of the week is yellow topaz. Doesn't that word just, mm, it's just delicious. I love the word topaz. It sounds amazing to my ears. It feels amazing when I say it. Um, <clears throat> from what I read, it comes from a Sanskrit word that means fire. And it does have a lot, <clears throat> voice is going out. It does go, uh, it does have a lot in common with one of our other favorites around here, which is what I also would have done had I not done it in a previous episode, which is my beloved citrine. It shares that, that golden fiery tone. It attracts so much abundance. It helps you manifest. It brings fortune. It brings luck. It brings money. It's just such a powerful stone. It shines so brightly, not just because of the yellow hue, but because it vibrates at such a high level. And the reason I wanted to use it in conjunction or, or why it relates to the element of air, why it's a stone for the air element is because air governs the mind. And what yellow topaz does so brilliantly, no pun intended, is that <laughs> it works with, um, with bringing a lot of clarity 
and a lot of focus and like being able to pinpoint in on what you need to do, what you need to complete. It, it really can clear out intentions. You know, it, of course it does. It's such a clear stone. Like when you have a good topaz situation going on, it, it is such, there's so much clarity to it. There's no cloudiness. There's no murkiness. It is clear and it brings clarity to thought, clarity to mind, clarity to intention, clarity to practice. So aside from just being a beautiful yellow color to go in conjunction with the yellow of our air element, we air element. <laughs> it also goes hand in hand with all that air represents and all that air governs and all that it works with, which is the mind to start with. And when we talk about the mind, so all the things that it governs, we're talking about um, rationality. We're talking about intelligence. We're talking about knowledge. We're talking about reason, communication, um, focus. You know, all of those things are, are, again, kind of in direct contrast when we talk about water, where we're talking about emotions and dreams and intuitiveness and, and reading feelings and, all, and more of a going to a different plane of existence. But one thing that I, I really appreciate in working with air as well as magic <clears throat> is the movement. Did I say air as well as magic? <laughs> air as well as water is the movement that is inherent to both of them. I mean, it, it moves on its own. A breeze moves, wind moves, smoke moves, but it also can swirl around you. It can pick you up and move you to a new location. You know, the current is strong enough. So I really appreciate the movement in it because it doesn't have the feeling of becoming stagnant. There's always fresh air. You know, there's always fresh air that we're breathing that can come and cool us. There's always a freshness of the mind that it kind of, it, it conjures up. So I, I, I dig air. I dig smoke. It, <laughs> I know I said last week that water is my favorite element, but you know, smoke is coming up on a close second. Although we're going to talk about fire and flame next week. I'm going to be like, okay, well, fire is obviously my favorite. <laughs> it's so hard to pick one favorite. Um, <clears throat> so air is also concerned with learning with, um, with expedition, with language, all of those cognitive cerebral things, that is what air is going to govern. That is what we're going to focus on when we're doing our air ritual. When we go into the circle, when we're facing to the east, we're bringing in our yellow candle and, you know, we're letting the smoke be our air feature there. We're letting it speak for us. We're bringing in our yellow topaz and we're focusing on that kind of stuff. And then in a physical sense, it's breath, it's wind, sound, sense, and memory. So it does deal with memory a lot. I personally, someone who (laughs) has the worst memory, again, unless it's like personal slides and I'm like, I will never forget this moment. Um, It's something that I actually am feeling called and compelled to work on now that we're discussing it because my memory is shit. And that's not good. (laughs) Like even I like, I always say I'll, I'll kind of, uh, say spells aloud as I'm smudging. And I'm like, Oh, that's really good. I need to write that down. And by the time I get a pen and paper gone, good play. It's like, it never ever happens. So when I am working with air in the, in the, I was gonna say the secret circle, that's a TV show that was canceled uh, far too early. And I will definitely talk about it in the circle episode, but um, in our sacred circle, when I call on the element of air, I call on that power. Memory is going to be one of the things that I definitely need to work with because mine is uh, atrocious. Which speaking, speaking of, I found um, these charts that I that are that have very clear correspondences, and so we talked about correspondence a lot in the last episode. But um, now I have something that's a little more tangible that I can just read off of, as opposed to me trying to remember off the top of my head, <laughs> which never goes well for anyone. So um, I'm going to go ahead and do water first, and then I will do air. And now that I have this chart like at my disposal, I will be able to bring it into the next two, three episodes. 
three, yeah, three episodes. And it'll give you also a clear idea of correspondence. And when you're working, when we have all four together, we have all five together, we have built a full circle, then you'll know like what to bring into your spells. Aside from say this gemstone, this crystal, this candle to, uh, you know, bring it to its, its full potency. So for water, the kind of spells you should focus on are love, healing, dream work, women's cycles, childbirth, emotional issues, herbs and plants associated. Herbs is such a hard word for me. I'm one of those people that wants to say herb. Don't listen. Don't judge me at this stage of the game. <laughs> um, so herbs and plants, poppy, rose, myrtle, violet, valerian. Isn't that the language on game? Of we don't have time for this. Lovage, lovage. I've never heard of that. Chamomile, geranium, and hyacinth. Trees associated are willow and apple. Incense and oils, myrrh, rose absolute, orris root. Astrological signs, you should know this by now. Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio. Its corresponding days of the week are Monday and Friday. Planets are moon, Venus, and Neptune. Color, blue, we already knew that. Uh, metals are silver and copper. Symbols, downward pointing triangle, cauldron, glass, mirror. So um, when they say symbols like the downward pointing triangle, if you ever Google just the five, uh, the four or five elements, you will see that it is just an inverted triangle. It's, it's very, very simple. So that's what they mean by that. Just in case that wasn't totally clear. Um, magical tool is the chalice, which, you know, makes sense. We hold liquid in chalice. Animal totems are fish, water-based mammals. I'm also going to say mermaids, <laughs> you know, I think mermaids are real. Have I ever told you all that? I dead ass think mermaids are real. Like I'm not, I'm not being funny. I, I am being weird, but that's the theme of this episode. But I really think mermaids are real. I don't know if they're like aerial, uh, King Triton mermaids, but well, King Triton is technically like the God Poseidon, right? But I think mermaids are real and I, I just know we're going to find one. And I just, I just know that I'm jealous that I'm not one. That's all I know. <laughs> Okay. Corresponding body parts are womb, kidneys, bladder, liver. And finally, as we already know, the direction is west. So again, those are correspondences for water, our salt element. Okay. So here they go. Here they go. <laughs> here they are for air, aka smoke. Spells, communication, swiftness, exams, legal, knowledge and learning, conveyancing, con conveyancing. I said that right. And travel. Um, this is such a side note, uh, that has nothing to do except we're talking about legal and law. I am in a Facebook group <laughs> and we were having a discussion about, um, Kim Kardashian taking the bar exam or like whatever version of, of law school she is doing where she's act not actually going to law school, but she's doing like internships and apprenticeships and whatnot. And someone <laughs> who had a very nasty attitude had a very dark spirit basically insinuated to me that I was not intelligent because I didn't go to law school. <laughs> Could you imagine saying that to someone? He said he was also throwing out like a bunch of big words as if I don't have a degree in English, number one, but also as if we all can't go to th thesaurus.com if we want to be that kind of jerk that thinks using big words is any indicator of intelligence. It's not. Um, but yeah, he told me I wasn't smart because I didn't go to law school. It was very apparent that I wasn't smart because I didn't go to law school. <laughs> so, um, but you know, had he been a little nicer to me because he did go to law school, 
Um, maybe I would have thrown him an air spell his way or done one for him. So he would do better on the bar than he appeared to. Anyway, side notes. <laughs> so let me go over that again. Spells, uh, working with air are communication, swiftness, exams, legal, knowledge, knowledge and learning, conve- conveyances, that's not an easy word for me, and travel. Herbs and plants, lavender, eucalyptus, comfrey, war- comfrey, war, woohoo, here's a hard one, worm, wood. If you got that speech impediment I got, that is not an easy one. And lilac, which is um, really interesting that lavender is coming up because, you know, that's what we're talking about we're potentially going to smudge with. So, again, everything always links up. Trees are birch and ash. Incenses and oils are benzoin. I've never heard of that. Sandalwood and lavender. There's lavender again. Astrological signs are, of course, Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. Uh, This is something I'm talking about in the, the Gemini bonus episode is I... I know, I, you know, I just, I think about water signs a lot because I am one. And I always talk about this. Like if you, you have your horoscope and you're really into your specific horoscope most of the time and you don't pay as much attention to the other ones. Cause you're like, well, this is nothing to do with me. <laughs> this is about me. And, um, so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing the Gemini episode. I just realized that a Libra is also an air sign. We're in, we're talking about air today. And I, this, this is just another little personal PSA. What is it? I think that Gemini's and Libras get a really like unfair rap a lot of the time. And I, I have been in the other podcast just exploring the connection between those two signs kind of getting dragged unfairly and more than other signs are typically. Um, you know, it's kind of like running jokes in the astrological community, like astrological queens love to just side eye those two signs. So I've just been doing exploration of the other um, podcasts with air. Anyway, just wanted to say that because the, the horoscope came up. The astrological signs came up. The day uh, of the week for air is Wednesday. That is the corresponding day. Planet is Mercury. Our <laughs> that makes perfect sense, does it? Because doesn't it? Because Mercury uh, controls communication, and when that bitch goes retrograde, so do all of our lives <laughs> go backwards and upside down. And yeah, you know, I know. Color is of course yellow. Can also be white, as we noted before. Metal is interestingly enough Mercury. Huh. Quicksilver. You know what Mercury can do? Uh, it can mess up your whole world if you ever touch it without any kind of protective anything on. Imagine that. Oh, am I dragging air in the air signs now? I just said I wasn't going to, I was like defending them and look at me. Horrible. Uh, symbols are upward pointing triangle. Uh, so it's traversed. So one of the, the, the other, uh, astrological symbols. One of the other element symbols you'll see will, will be a, a triangle that is right side up as opposed to the water that is uh, upside down. But this one has a line going through it at the top. So it's traversed. Um, other symbols are feather and incense. Incense makes a lot of sense because of course, when you burn incense, what do you get? Smoke. Um, magical tool is the wand. Animal totems, all birds. Birds stay in the air. They fly around. They go on the wind current. Of course. Body parts, lungs, duh, and head, duh, works with the mind. And of course, the direction is east. So yeah, I found this handy um, correspondences table. So we're going to reference it for our flame fire episode and our earth ash episode and our spirit heart episode. I, I think it's really fun. Um, yeah, and it, it's an easier, <laughs> easier thing to understand than me just talking, 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 talking. Imagine that. So yeah, earth... Earth. Why am I so eager to talk about Earth today? 
is it because we're just about to enter, Earth? let's see, today is the, I'm recording on the 18th, yeah, we're just about to enter Earth, uh, Earth taking over with Taurus, which is going to be on the 21st, which is why I keep accidentally saying it, weird, or maybe Earth is, maybe the rain outside is trying to tell me something about Earth, what do y'all think, what is going on, anyway, so yeah, air and smoke, we have gone over the correspondences, the cardinal direction, where it would sit in the circle. Again, all about the mind, about a cerebral task, about all things having to do with cognition. I, uh, you know, last week I was like, should we start a segment of like, who is that bitch this week? I, I think it's just air overall. It's powerful. It, it drives us. We need it to live and, uh, it keeps our minds on track and, and 2019 of all years where it feels like the whole world is in retrograde, <laughs> the earth is in retrograde, uh, it seems like everything is spinning backwards. So now more than ever, we need to keep our minds together and we need to keep on track with what we're doing and all of our projects and our witchcraft and, you know, make it as potent as possible and, and keep that laser focus and not get distracted because they are throwing a lot of distractions our way. At the everything, the media, uh, other, other agencies and whatnot, uh, other people in our lives. You know, that's another kind of wonderful attribute of air smoke is that we have a lot of distractions that try to find their way into our lives, into our third eye, into our, our actual two eyes that are, you know, where we can visually see things, visually see things. Of course we can. And air, the power of air, harnessing the power of air can simply sweep those things away if we call on it. So maybe, you know, that is something we should really be looking at. You know what? I just almost made that your homework, but I have another idea. This is what we're going to be. This is what we're going to be. <laughs> this is what we're going to be doing. Okay. I didn't have to cut myself off. This is what we're going to be doing for our homework to go with our air smoke episode. It's much, much easier to say, okay, I'm going to deal with water. Again, water is something we can touch. It is something that we can go and visit. It is something that is more of a tangible idea. Again, I love using the word tangible. Can you tell? <laughs> Whereas it's a little bit harder to say, okay, well, I'm going to go stand in a breeze and see what it has to say to me. We can do that, of course. I mean, again, in hand in hand with water comes, you know, a, a stronger air. It, it, it comes off of the water and we can feel it more. We can taste it more. We can smell it more. So absolutely. If that is something that is speaking to you after this episode, um, if you didn't have a chance to do your water homework yet, put them together and go and listen to the air and see what, what messages it has for you. What I would like, well, not what I would, <laughs> what your homework is <laughs> this week is because we always got to bring it back to meditation, right? We always have to bring it back to meditation. We have to start meditating more. I know, listen, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to call you right now. I'm going to call you out. I know you're not doing it as much as you're supposed to because I'm not doing it as much as I'm supposed to. And because we're bad witches, so we already know this. So, um, you know, instead of doing, instead of officially making the homework, go outside, stand in the breeze, listen to the leaves and the trees and what they're telling you and all that stuff and let it hit you. I mean, not hit you, but let it, it go past you stand in, in the, in the essence of the air. And instead of, um, and saying, you know, light a candle and listen to the smoke and see the smoke and, and all those messages there, I want to bring it back to meditation. And I want us to work with breath work for our homework this week. 
So, you know, you know the drill, you know, with meditating, find any quiet that you can, even if you have to sit in your car, you, it goes without saying at this point, you don't have to sit in front of an altar. You don't have to sit in a, a room with, with candles burning on a yoga mat, with ocean sounds. No, you don't have to do that. If you can, if the only five minutes in your day that you don't have people calling you, emails to answer, kids pulling at your arm, a spouse getting on your nerves, you know, or whomever, take it where you can. If you just have to sit in your car, if you can go lay in a bed, if you can sit in the corner of your room, if you can lay on the floor, whatever works for you, that the, the point is that you're doing it, not how you're doing it, you know? So yeah, we're all going to take our meditation this week and we're going to focus on our breathing. We are going to take it in, let's say for, I'm trying to think of what meditations I've done recently where they actually have like a counting out because sometimes they do have a counting out of breath and sometimes they're going inhale, exhale, you know, let's say we're going to take it in for a count of 10, a nice deep breath, and we're going to push it out for a count of 10. Is that realistic or are we going to get lightheaded? <laughs> I think it's realistic. I'm going to count it out right now. Two, three four, five. Okay. Yeah. Let's do five. I don't want anyone blacking out. <laughs> so we're going to take in a deep breath for a count of five. We're going to push out that breath for a count of five. And with each breath that we're going to take in and each breath that we're going to expel out, let's just focus on breathing in good and bringing out, breathing out bad. We're going to breathe in positivity and light and, you know, yellow light in that instance, because we're working with air again. And we're going to push out any negativity, anxiety, and fear, and whatever color that manifests for you. Um, you know, I always, I have a bit of a attitude about people being like, well, negativity is black. It's dark. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> black is protective. It's beautiful. Black is beautiful. It's protective. It is life-giving in a way itself. It's a color that is not reserved for mourning and negativity. Okay. So whatever color it looks to you, for some people it can be red, for some people it can be purple, for blue, orange, whatever color that it shows up to you. Take in that yellow light and exhale that. I mean, for me, even though I'm very like closely associated with red and it's one of my power colors, uh, fear and anxiety do look red to me, a red-orange kind of combination, almost like a rust, because to me, those... It, it represents like uh, urgency, like like an emergency state kind of, and I associate that with red. Anyway, so five count in, work on your breathing, five count out, work on your breathing. It will bring clarity to your mind. It will open up your heart chakra. Instead of just doing your like, you know, you know what's really hard about meditating, which it's hard, you know, let, we, let's always acknowledge that. It's not an easy thing to do, is that you cannot quiet your mind. There is so much going on in our world in our, the world that we share in our personal worlds and our quiet worlds, just inside of ourselves, there's so much going on. It's so hard to say, okay, well, I have to pay this bill and I have to, uh, I have to do this thing and I have to make sure the X, Y, Z is covered. It's impossible to quiet your mind. And that's why meditating is so hard for a lot of people. And it's also, you just get antsy. It's boring. It's boring when you first start meditating, but when you have that breath cycle that you can focus on when you're embracing and engaging that air element, that smoke element, it, it lets you bring calm in and that's what we need. We need to quiet and we need to calm and then we can just steadily get better at our meditating. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to do our breath work. 
we're going to meditate for homework. I know you haven't been doing it. I haven't been doing it. We're all bad witches all around. We're all going to keep each other accountable. We are accountability buddies on this. Don't let me down. I'm not going to let you down. Um, I would also, if you have it, uh, I would add in a candle or incense because we just talked about incense is one of the correspondences. It corresponds to air. So I would bring them in just to bring in that smoky element. And, um, you know, it's always nice when you're doing a breath, breath pattern or breath cycle to bring in like a sweet, nice smell. And I would focus on a lavender. We're having a big lavender theme in this episode. So yeah, I would focus on bringing in lavender because lavender does uh, calm. And that's, <laughs> that's what we're going for. So work on the breathing, work on the meditating. And you know, just like I'm saying, like, listen to the water, listen to the air. It's amazing what your subconscious and your angels and the sounds around you will reveal to you when you have that quiet and you're focusing on the breath coming in and out of your body. Um, you know, sometimes at night, this happens, especially at night. I don't know if y'all are like this, please tell me if you are, but I get very anxious at night and I almost sometimes feel like I'm kind of a different person at night. Like my brain is structured differently at night or something, or my spirit is active in a different way. I don't know, but, um, I get very, very anxious at night. So I, (laughs) the thing is like, I exacerbate my own anxiousness. And sometimes it's not even like, oh, I'm thinking about this thing that's making me anxious. It's that my heart will start racing. Like my body is naturally having an anxious, anxiety-ridden reaction to, I don't know, life itself and all the stimuli I take in all day. So at night, I'm just, my heart is racing. And I have to be like, wait, why don't you just breathe for a second? (laughs) Like, if nothing else, why don't you just slow down your heart rate so you don't like do damage to your valves and your arteries or something, you know? So that's another reason we want to focus on that, that breathing component of our meditation because breathing, breathing in and bringing out and being aware of the cycle that you're doing it in has a lot of health benefits. It's, it's, it's really as good for you mentally and physically and not just letting your heart race a little faster and thus letting your air go a little faster. Sometimes just take the time to go, okay, five in, five out. We can do this. Not 10 in, 10 out. Cause I think, I really think that's too many and you'll like end up blacking out if you do that. <laughs> so let's start small. Okay. The wind has, uh, has, what am I saying? The wind has actually died down. The water has died down, but I did say earth, air, fire, water, 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 air, 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 a bunch of times in this episode as well. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully I, uh, I didn't just storm out and um, ruin everyone's Easter holiday weekends. I know that you won't hear this until after Easter and whether you, you know, practice Easter, or you're practicing more of just, you know, a revelation of spring, whatever is float your boat, whatever makes you happy. I hope that you have an enjoyable long weekend. At least most of us are like off of work and school, right? I think so. Because I grew up in Louisiana. I don't know how the rest of the world works when it comes to holidays because we're very Catholic down here. And so I didn't know until I was legitimately like 14 years old that the rest of the country didn't have Mardi Gras. Off. I thought, I didn't know that. I thought every country in America, every country in America. <sighs> Am I Raven Simone? Just tell me right now. Am I Raven Simone? <laughs> no shade. I love Raven growing up. Uh, but you know, she said that thing about all the countries in Africa, or I think that's what she said. Um, yeah, when I was a kid, I legitimately didn't know that not all uh, states 
celebrated Mardi Gras. I thought everyone just got two days off of school and Ash Wednesday. I thought everyone just got three days off of school. You had a two-way week, rocking and rolling. No, that's not how it works. So Louisiana is very Catholic. So I don't know if in other parts of America, but then most some of y'all aren't from America. What am I talking about? In other parts of the world, if you have Good Friday off and you get to have that extra day off and have like a little bit of a longer weekend, I, I hope you get to enjoy it. That's basically the point of what I'm saying. Um, I hope you eat lots of good food. I, uh, I myself am pescatarian. I think I've mentioned that. Yeah. I'm, I said I don't eat meat or drink. <laughs> so boring. Um, I mean, not that it's boring, but, uh, my dog just showed up too. Dog, don't, don't do it. Uh, anyway, I am going to be, uh, face deep in heavenly hash, marshmallow, chocolate, almonds. I, I can't ask for more. As always, I'm going to put all the links below in the episode notes below. Yeah, that's where they are. <laughs> so, uh, it is for email, thebadwitchpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to talk to me, say hi, tell me a childhood story about your witching. Um, tell me if you're air or water sign and what you like about it, why you love about it, what you don't like about it, anything you want. Um, then we have patreon.com slash bad witch. There's all kinds of fun levels that I came up with that I think are cool. Um, you, there's one where you can get a three card full Oracle reading every month. One where you get yes, no questions every month. Um, like a quick draw answer from my angels deck. There are the bonus episodes I mentioned where I'm doing astrology right now. Then we're going to kind of go to witches in the media and all kinds of other fun topics that I can drone on about endlessly. <laughs> and also we have witchy mail. And then we have the uh, Bad Witch Facebook group. So come join, come say hi, introduce yourself. Uh, and that way we can keep the conversation going all week long. Because, you know, I just, I know once a week is good. It's great. It's great. But some people don't get to talk to their cousins and their closest friends, and you know, even once a week. But I just, I love to talk to y'all every day. It's so much fun. There's so many great people. So yeah, the Facebook group. I'm also going to put the link to where I donated for Flint. It is the Little Miss Flint um, campaign through GoFundMe. And also I will put the link. I also, I also, 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 <laughs> I will also put the link for um, where you can donate to the black churches that were brutalized and burned down and destroyed in St. Landry Parish, which is right up the road from where, or down the road, rather, from where I grew up. Um, it, again, something that is totally unconscionable and that we have to show that we're not going to stand for. We're not going to support white supremacy. We're not going to support hatred. We're not going to support people having something so sacred taken away from them. Um, I'm not going to put the link to where you can, you can donate to Notre Dame because I believe that it's already been like surpassed to a certain amount. And I know that I saw Selma Hayek's husband, which I bet he's not referred to that a lot. <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, but, uh, the, I, I think that he runs or owns LVMH Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, which is uh, like the biggest luxury global conglomerate in the world. I'm pretty sure. Um, I saw him pledge like $130 million. And so Notre Dame is, uh, it's going to, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And it still is an important place to me. It's an important place to a lot of people. I just don't know if it needs, uh, you know, donations and time and money that we might want to provide to other areas instead as much. So yes, a lot going on this week. Um, again, if you don't, want to give money or in, aren't in a position to give money, give a good thought, 
gifts, some love, some light, some prayers, some spells, anything. Anything helps that when you do it with a good intention. And sometimes we're just not in a position to give money, and that's totally understandable. The world's crazy. It was just tax day. So, yeah. But let's just all go forward and uh, do a little good in the world because, you know, we always say around here that we deserve good. But you don't just deserve good for nothing. <laughs> we have to earn the good that we deserve and then pay it back and, you know, pay it forward. So, yeah. I love you so much. I will talk to you next, next week from when I'm recording this and next week from when you hear it. Um, no matter what's going on, stay safe, be good witches, come join the Facebook group. Okay. I love you tremendously. Goodbye.